Hey everyone, welcome back to Bob's and Bangers, the podcast. I'm Peter, that's Melanie. How's it going, Melanie? Hi, it's good. How are you? I'm doing great. And how about that? We have an intro, finally. Hey. <laughs> I love it. It's, uh, it's also our 10th episode. And yes. it's the last episode of 2020. Oh, goodbye 2020. Yeah, it's been something. I, I mean, a positive, it's... A positive thing that happened is that we've been on it with the podcast, <laughs> and now we have That's this. true. We have this cool intro. Yeah, it's official. Yeah, let us know what you guys think about it. I, I, we all ha- we have opinions. It's, it's. I like it. I do like it. Yeah. <laughs> I um, I do like it. There's like some pieces that I'm listening to, and I just I get the giggles, but it's. It's awesome. I like it too. Yeah, me too. Like it, it, there's yeah, there's parts that are funny, but it's like kind of retro. Yeah, it is very reminiscent uh-huh. of um, some like pop radio stations I've heard. So I like it. Yeah, I like it too. It it does sound very uh, very radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is a podcast. <laughs> this is not a radio show. <laughs> Uh, that's true anyway we are here i'm um putting on hand sanitizer that i <laughs> that i bought with money megan the stallion sent me <laughs> oh my gosh yes did i got my 11 dollars you better believe so <laughs> thanks yeah. peter i know thanks, you guys megan. saw <laughs> megan the stallion we, we don't know megan the stallion but <laughs> she, she's not giving us money uh, but technically she is. So she uh, she did a thing with Cash App on Twitter where she was asking people to drop their Cash App handles and she was giving out a million dollars worth of Bitcoin or a million. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah. And sure enough, we both got lucky and got some Bitcoin. Got some Bitcoin. Yep. Um, Traded and- it in and I got actual money yeah. for mine. Yeah. I converted mine too eventually. <laughs> um, but yeah, not sponsored <laughs> by Cash App or yeah, Mega not- Stallion. <laughs> but anyway. I guess she uh, made up for her uh, her not showing up to last year's ACL. So I'll stop talking about it now. <laughs> yeah, she got his Bitcoin. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, there's been a lot going on. We weren't here last week, uh, but we're back. And right before christmas like it feels like everything's happening right now there's so much going on and usually the end of the year is like things start slowing down mm-hmm. but our fellow well not fellow we're not we're not we're not artists <laughs> uh but you know everyone is putting out stuff and i'm all about it um but before before we get to all of it we need to talk about 
and we've we've debated her before arguably the biggest star in the world right now <laughs> miss taylor swift oh taylor she did it yeah. again another album yep yeah like she the, so allegedly oh according to her these two albums were like came out of this year out of nowhere but everything seems so planned out it's kind of amazing <laughs> i just love her tweets where she's like nothing really going on or you know and then all of a sudden bam she's she's throwing out another album it's 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 crazy oh taylor yeah and i mean she's big on that um and if like the like really hardcore fans know this about taylor she's all about easter eggs on everything she does like and i, I usually i'm not very good at like finding them and stuff but every song every picture every tweet like everything has something in it to maybe foreshadow something that's coming up or reference something in the past um but yeah not much going on and then a couple of weeks later on her a few days before her 31st birthday taylor swift drops evermore um and if you guys want to know my thoughts on Evermore, I posted them on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, Bob's and Bangers is finally on TikTok, so go follow Bob's and Bangers on TikTok. But I mean, basically, it's her doing what she does best, which is songwriting. She tells stories, um, and the album. A lot of people were saying that Folklore, the one she released earlier this year in July, was the best album of the year. But I think this one's a little better, at least in like, I know music is subjective, but for me, um, it's like folklore, those vibes, but it has like more spice. I don't know if that's yeah. a way of describing it. Uh, more stories. Um, she takes you on wild, like emotional rides with her songs. Mm -hmm. um, and she even goes back to a little country-ish Taylor. So if you, if you liked her before, you might like this. Um, I think what people can appreciate, though, is that she, like you said, she's such a storyteller. She puts you into the, in the emotion. I mean, sometimes there are songs and you're just like, oh, like it, it resonates with you. And I think that's what, um, that's how she captivates her audience. Again, still debatable in my book. I don't know if she's artist of the year, but um, what I can say is she's definitely an influencer she definitely knows how to reach people and touch people. Um, so well, we'll see but, how this album does. <laughs> I mean, she, I understand like your points, but artist of, like she has to be artist. Two albums out of nowhere, both of them number one, because right before we, we got on the podcast, Evermore debuted at number one on Billboard. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, as soon as she drops something, the world kind of stops, at least in music. And not only are like obviously her fans, the Swifties, so into it, but also like more casual fans, um, other artists are tweeting about yeah. it. Um, so I mean, it's something, and I mean, we what we could debate is her talents, like overall, and we've talked about this before. But I think the one thing people cannot deny her is her songwriting. Like she's just for sure. One of the best Hands down, ever. she's yeah. really good. I will say this, it's interesting to see what artists decide to focus on. So like for her, it was all about the music, right? Writing, getting in the studio, 
putting all of her thoughts on paper and then putting it out into music. You know, some other artists, they, yes, they came out with an album, but they also focused on beauty. Um, they focused on social media. They focused on different things, whereas she was um, probably quieter than most. Um, but she, but she still put out like all of this music. So it's, it's pretty interesting to see how people interpret what is successful to them each year, right? And just how they want to, you know, communicate to their fans. It's, it's, it's interesting to see that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I mean, so if we, if we get to the artist of the year um, discussion, in my mind, there's probably two two people that could be artists of the year, and that would be Taylor or Dua Lipa. I think they those two had the best year this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, kind of like to your point, you're not going to put the weekend in there, no? Oh well, yeah, and the yeah, I sound like a Grammy so. <laughs> I was no, about to say you just snubbed him again. No, the weekend too, but. Yeah, yeah, I guess the other week. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the weekend fans are called. <laughs> the, week, yeah, the, the, the weekdays. The weekdays. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, so, well, my thing is, like, Taylor, and, I mean, Beyonce does this sometimes. Um, you know, Taylor put out the album. She was kind of quiet. She put out the album, and then, you know, people went crazy, went number one, and she left again. And then she came back and dropped the album again. And, you mm-hmm. know, both times, number one album, number one song, whatever. Dua Lipa put out her album. It didn't go number one, but it was probably one of the most, like, critically acclaimed albums of the year, uh, especially in pop. And then she's been, like, working hard, full force, doing interviews, doing performances. Every week she's doing something new and people are getting videos. And, like, she's going all out. So, I mean, yeah, they, they, they both have like a different approach to it, but I think the impact that Taylor Swift has right now is unmatchable, really. Mm. So. Okay. But I guess congratulations to her. And if you guys haven't listened to Evermore, go check it out. It's a really nice like winter album, like kind of mm-hmm. matches the vibe. So, and um and I mean, like, like, like I'm saying, like, she's very, um, what is, what's the word when it, someone's like very, like, plan, like, when you plan everything out, very detailed. Like structured? I, yeah, I guess kind of, uh, like, for example, this is, these, these two albums are her eighth and ninth album. Mm-hmm. And she was born in 1989. So 89. <laughs> um, one of the albums has 15 songs. The other one has 16 songs. They add up to 31. She turned 31. You know, it's like those kind of oh things. Oh my gosh. And, but it, it goes too beyond. Co- that can't be coincidental. Like, no, did she do that? No, but you don't, like, you need to one day go in like a little Taylor Swift deep dive and it's amazing. <laughs> I think there's a video, a music video where like there's, I'm getting this wrong because I don't remember the exact item, but let's say books, right? And there's mm-hmm. like, all these let's say there's um how many albums does she have oh nine so there's nine books the last three are different color and the other ones are like red and then the last three are blue that's not really how it is but something along the lines 
Mm-hmm. And so, and it's just in the background really fast, you know? And her fans who are getting really good at this, they say, oh, look, that represents her albums and how the first seven are the ones that Scooter Braun owns the rights to and how <laughs> the last three, like, it's amazing. Like, it's, it's crazy stuff. Um, but yeah, and then, so, and then there was one more conspiracy before we move on. Uh, on the um, album cover for uh, Folklore, in the very top right-hand corner, if you look at it a certain way, there, there's another word on there. Uh, let me, I'll tell you what the word is really fast. Um, let's see, Taylor. Like on the on the actual like cover, like on, you see it on the top or? Yeah, it's it's uh it's in the same font as the title of the album. Mm-hmm. It's Woodville. Woodville. Uh, it's, yeah, it's hidden in there. I don't know if it's on. I don't think it's on every picture. Oh yeah, it is. So, here, let me, I'm going to send you the picture really fast. Like, this, this is amazing, but just so you, like, her mind, I guess. <laughs> but not, not for this, because this one she clarified, but I don't believe her. So, she, on there, it says Woodbell at the top right-hand corner, if you assume. Oh, it. yeah, I saw this photo, yeah. Yeah. So, and, like, her fans took a while to catch that. So, after she releases Evermore... Uh, people start going crazy and they're like, hey, is this one of those Easter eggs? But wait, where's the word? Do you see it on the top? Oh, I see it. Oh, I see it now. Right? Okay. Yes. So so uh, her after Evermore, her fans start like working and like, <laughs> and they say, hey, I think this might be a trilogy and Woodville <gasps> is coming out, you know, maybe... And, and like, you know, they work, like, they think this through so much that, okay, Folklore came out 140 days before um, Evermore, so this one might come out 140 days later. Oh, wow. It's, it's pretty amazing, but unfortunately, I don't know if I believe her, Taylor Swift went on Jimmy Kimmel last week, or early this week, and she kind of debunked it, but I didn't buy mm. her story. Her story is that... Uh, that was like a code name for the album and they never took it off. Mm. But would you make that mistake when you're releasing an album? No. Right? Yeah, no. And like and like like Beyonce, Taylor Swift also never does interviews. So I don't know if she was kind of like bummed out that Jimmy Kimmel asked her. Like figured was, it out or Yeah, she's like, I'm gonna just say no. Um but who knows? She's she's something else. But congratulations to her. Um or evermore and we'll see what else she she has in store for 2021 yeah yeah speaking of number one albums sean mendes uh we know his album wonder came out a couple weeks ago and last week it debuted at number one and i didn't know like all his albums have been number one really all of his albums i feel like this album though i feel like he's grown up (laughs) is that weird no he has yeah, it's just, it's a really good album. If you guys haven't heard it, I, I think it's, it's, I mean, it is Shawn Mendes. It's not, you know, but I don't know. I just feel like this one's more of a grown-up album. So um, I liked it a lot, but go listen. <laughs> yeah, so that makes him the youngest artist with four number one albums. That's crazy. Wait, how old is he? 20, is he, I don't know if he's older or younger than me. Hold on. 
Sean Mendes. I think he's younger than me, actually. So. Oh, wow. He's 22. Oh. He's really young. Um, but yeah, when I was 22, I didn't have much going on. <laughs> he has four number one albums. He has four number one albums. <laughs> He has four um, number one albums. And wow. Yeah, so he's out there doing his stuff. He had his documentaries and uh, good for Sean. Uh, speaking of number one albums, <laughs> this is a bad segue because this is not a number one album. Miley Cyrus also released an album on Thanksgiving week, Plastic mm-hmm. Hearts, a uh, little pop rock album, which is really good. I think it fits her really well. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, it did not debut at number one. And I mean, there's really two reasons why. Uh, one of them is that he, she was competing with Bad Bunny. Yeah. Uh, who, by the way, Bad Bunny this year, I think he's released four albums this year. It's crazy. That's crazy. And allegedly, this is his last album. I don't buy that either. Mm-mm. He's retiring from music. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that's one of the reasons why. And I kind of felt bad because she announced the album release like months ago. Mm-hmm. And he, he also, it was kind of a sur- surprise. He was like putting out my new album two days from now or something. I was like, oh, Miley. Anyway. Uh, so something else happened. Apparently, I didn't, I didn't even know this. On Black Friday, uh, stores don't restock certain things, mm-hmm. including albums. So, and her album came out on Black Friday. So fans that went to the store to buy their physical copy, uh, which some people still do, um, were kind of frustrated because there was no, the album was not nowhere to be found in stores. And I heard that some of the stores, like they had it, it's just physically wasn't on, it wasn't in the aisles. Like it wasn't, you know, it, that's just terrible. I know, because it obviously affects her number for her numbers for that week. Yeah. And, and even if they put them out like a couple of weeks from that from that time, I mean, she she already lost out on, you know, mm-hmm. getting enough enough units to go number one. I want to know who her salespeople are because how did they not know that and tell her like, you know, Miley, not a good time to put out an album. Like, right. We we don't typically put out you know physical albums during this week because they focus on i mean black friday everyone focuses on electronics and home appliances and you know they don't focus on music so what would convince her not unless there was some symbolic reason that november what is it november 28th should have been the the day um Mm -hmm. why she would why she would do that i don't i think she she made a whole post about it on instagram Mm-hmm. Uh, and I believe I'm not I, I don't remember 100% but I think the very last sentence she says something along the lines of like I'm not one to put blame on others anymore or something like that so yeah well I think it was after like all of the people were like you know why would she put it yeah why would she put out an album during that time but I mean companies do research so I, I just don't, I don't get or it. Maybe, I mean, maybe she's saying, hey, they, they didn't tell me. They didn't tell me. Yeah. So kind of, I don't know. I, I don't like, obviously, I mean, would it impact it? Well, yeah, it, it would. Because something, again, like Taylor Swift, going back to Taylor Swift, kind of a businesswoman. 
She, so the single, the main single from Evermore is called Willow and she put out a music video and every single day for the past week, and I'm not even kidding, I think there's like seven or eight, she's put out seven or eight new videos of the same song, uh, whether it be like a remix or something else, like something different. But nowadays with the new Billboard chart rules, all of those uh, streams and views all count towards that's going number one so see that's that's smart yeah but miley unfortunately that didn't happen for her but it's still a great album um and i'm sure she'll be okay <laughs> <laughs> but she does not have what sean mendes has <laughs> her, and <laughs> <laughs> her and i share almost share a birthday she's the 23rd on the 24th of november oh wow like a day Mm-hmm. Oh, Miley. Miley. But she's out there doing her thing. Um, and now, I guess from sad news to even sadder news, um, Little Mix lost a member. Oh. So first it was Saint Malik from One Direction. And then Camila, <laughs> Camila Cabello left Fifth Harmony. Yeah. And now Jesse Nelson is leaving Little Mix. Mm. Um, it was I think it was a couple of weeks ago when she announced she was taking a break she was stopping all the performances and stuff and two weeks later earlier this week she announced that she's moving on from being part of the group um, among other things she she's citing mental health issues she's saying to spend more time with her family and closing that chapter of her life um and I mean, I mean, the one thing that I liked about the response, I guess, to this news compared to previous like incidents with other groups and bands Artists. and whatever, yeah, mm -hmm. is that everyone was kind of okay with it. Like they were like supportive. Like when when yeah. when Saint when Saint left One Direction, it was like everyone hated him, you know? Yeah. Like he's ruined One Direction and like. And they weren't really thinking about him, right? Because obviously there's something going on. Same thing when Camila left, she was the worst, like all those things. But this time it was more of like, okay, we kind of get it, you know? Uh, if you're not doing well, maybe you're, you're, pro you're she's obviously probably making the right choice for her. Yeah. I think, I think it has a lot to do with her voicing that she's not well, that she, she needed the break. Um, Whereas a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people thought that sometimes, especially like with, like in Zane's case, like they were like, and I remember people thinking like, what, does he think he's too good for them? Right. That was a, that was a big thing that people were saying. And, you know, ob obviously now you look back and it's not the case, but I think, you know, when you see people are so worried because when groups start, you know, when people start leaving groups, it, typically groups stop singing sometimes in some cases. So, you know, I think there's a fear there from, from their fans that, oh no, you know, they're not gonna, they're not gonna be, you know, they're not gonna be as successful. Now they're gonna be a group of three. Oh my gosh, what are they gonna do? But in reality, you know, it doesn't happen very often nowadays, but back, back in the day when people would leave a group, sometimes they would, you know, add in a new person or sometimes, you know, they would thrive with just three people. 
Um, I can recall that uh, Destiny's Child, for example, they had, you know, some disagreements, people left the group, but even though, you know, there was, there were all of those changes, they were still successful, right? Um, and then again, they, they ended up breaking up, but I mean, you know, even with change, um, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's, it's maybe this will be good for her and, you know, healthy and good for the group too. So time will tell, maybe she'll come out with a solo career, you know, after ha taking a break and, and who knows what could happen. So we just got to look out for it and see how, um, how they do. Yeah. And I wonder, I mean, maybe I, I'm, maybe I'm wrong, but so the last three big groups that had this happen, I mentioned Little Mix, One Direction, Pick Harmony. All of, all of those groups were created um, with the X factor, whether it be in the UK or here. Yeah. So my thing is like, like saying, I don't, like, like you said, he, I don't think he thought he was too good for them, mm -hmm. but he, and like we know for a fact, he didn't like, like the type of music they were doing was not his thing. Was uh, not his style, yeah. I think Camila felt like she could do something else or maybe maybe do better. I mean, maybe in her case, I don't know. But um, I, I think like maybe like creating those groups and talent shows, like you're putting people together that maybe don't have the same goals or, right. uh, you know, like, I don't know if that I mean, has something to do with the two. This happens quite often in music history. Um, something like in the 2000s, it was, um, what's their name? in sync and Justin Timberlake you know um before I mean the Jackson 5 and Michael Jackson it happens throughout music history where there's someone or a, a, a you know a couple folks who are like you know this is not the direction that I want to go go in or you know being with this group I've outgrown them and to no fault of their own you know they just want to grow like their music or they want their music to grow like them. You know, I, I, I love the fact going back to Taylor Swift, she's not my favorite, like I said, but she did say that, you know, there was a quote where she says, you know, she hasn't found, I guess, her new self, right? It's like they're constantly growing and evolving and changing. And, you know, this is, a, you know, a turn in their life or a crossroad in their life where they have to make a decision for themselves that they're going to continue to grow, but not in the direction of the group. And maybe this was Jesse's way of saying, you know what, I'm suffering. I don't like what I'm doing right now. And I need to take a break and reassess. And then maybe I'll come back as a solo, or maybe I'll go to another group or, you know, maybe I won't do music at all, which I doubt, but, um, but or, you never know. Or maybe there's a reunion like 10 years from now. Exactly. And she'll say yes, you know? Yes. You know, so um, unlike, you never unlike, know. Unlike Victoria Beckham. I was going to say the Spice Girls. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. I mean. I, I was kind of mad because last year they had their big reunion tour in yes. the UK. Where they were playing like huge stadiums and Victoria mm -hmm. said no. I was like, come on. It was like a few dates, but whatever. Uh, it is what it is. Yep. She's just too big for. <laughs> no, kidding. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what her reason was. <laughs> yeah. But, but I mean. I think it's fair for her to do what she believes is yeah right or what she needs to do I guess so we send them support and um I think they'll be okay little mixes the, the, all the other three girls are very talented 
And yeah. I'm still kind of angry that they haven't really been able to do that, um, you know, when they cross over to the U.S. Like oh, other yeah. Parents. So hopefully, I know they tried and it didn't happen, but maybe they can try again. Who knows? Yep. Uh, anyway, moving on. I, this is a very sad podcast. <laughs> moving <laughs> got on. got all to, bad news. I know. Happy holidays, everyone. Um, so Kelly Clarkson, we love, I love Kelly Clarkson. I, you love Kelly Clarkson too. She is going through it. Um, yeah. As you guys may know, she is getting divorced or she's already going through the process of getting divorced. Um, but things are getting a little, what's the word? Like, I don't know if the word's petty. Ug- ugly. Ugly. Petty. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're not a salacious podcast, but this is, this, this is tea. Anyway, Kelly Clarkson <laughs> is getting divorced and her husband is... Brandon Blackstock. Yeah, he, he's making it hell, right? Um, so there's a, a bunch of things going on, but the main thing is that she filed a lawsuit alleging uh, fraud from him and because he was her manager or he her dad was her his dad was her manager something like that yeah like the the managing company that he owns or co-owns used to manage kelly clarkson something along those lines and she's alleging that they uh kept a lot of money from her or that she paid them out she paid them too much money that she shouldn't have paid them something like that Mm -hmm. So she's trying to uh, get that resolved. And at the same time, he, him and his dad are countersuing, saying that she owes them more money. And on top of that, to make things even worse, uh, he is also seeking $436,000 a month for spousal and child support. Yeah. And she won custody of the kids. So, I, yeah, I, I, I'm not getting it. I guess of that four, four, over 400000 310000 a month is for his lifestyle and the other 100 and whatever is for child support. So I don't know where that is right now, but I do know that the, the, um, the courts voted in Kelly's favor as far as where the children will live. Um, they will live with her in L.A. and... Um, I guess he lives in Montana now, so um, he will have to travel to go and see the, the kids for visitation. I think it's just ridiculous that, you know, he, I mean, he owns that, he owns a company. He, he has a self-sufficient life. Why, why ask for so much? I mean, that's nearly half a million dollars a month, a month. Um, and I get it. Like she, he worked for her or he was in her business, but you're not going to be in her business anymore. So why would you feel that you should continue to benefit from that quote unquote for the sake of the children? No, you know, you have your own business, you have your own stuff. You, I'm sure you have other artists that you support and if not go find them, you know? Um, but for you to go ahead and do that and then for her to have to counter sue it, it, I mean, it's so tough. It would be so tough for these kids to, to have to go through that with their parents. Um, I know that she commented that, you know, she's really trying not to comment too much of, about it, you know, in, in, um, 
you know, as far as with the media, because again, she has two little ones at home and, you know, it's mom versus dad. So it's really, it's just a really sad situation that she's been put in. Um, and, you know, hopefully they'll find their way out of it amicably. Uh, but it, it just really sucks for the kids. I, I feel really bad, but half a million dollars a month is just too much. It's ridiculous. Yeah. These I mean, celebrities got too much money. <laughs> I mean, he's obviously trying to, I, I, I mean, we don't know what happened, right? What right. the divorce. All we hear is that there were trust issues. I don't right. know what that, what that means. Which, I mean, I know most people go think of one thing, right? But who knows? Mm-hmm. We don't know. But obviously something bad happened where, I mean, him asking for the money is not, I don't think it, it's, it's, it goes as far as like him needing it. It's more of like, I want to like. Show you. Yeah. So. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I feel bad for Kelly. Uh, and, and this, this other thing came up, you know, like her song piece by piece, um, mm-hmm. which is about her dad uh, leaving her when she was very young and then trying to get back into her life when she was successful. And in the song, she compares her dad to her husband or ex-husband saying, you know, he's not like, he's not like him. He never asked for money. He takes care of me because she loves, like, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And now it's like, oh my God. Like, he's doing, he's doing it again. He's doing it now. Like, it makes her. me feel really bad for her. However, in a new interview that came out, I think yesterday, she did say that, hey, I am the songwriter of that song. And I am the songwriter of my next album. And I will have lyrics that address it. So I was like, oh. she's coming and maybe with a diss track. <laughs> uh, I'm sure maybe she'll go all Adele on us on her next album. Oh my gosh. So, but hopefully that happens, uh, that gets resolved. Uh, 2020, <laughs> it's been a year. 2020. Like, uh, oh, you know what? We were, I know we were talking about this before, but like what, what prompted their divorce? Is it, was it COVID? Was it 2020? You know, were they at home more that were they, you know, they realize like, okay, this is just not for us. I, I don't know. Just wanted to add that in. I'm not sure. That might be happening because you know they're, they maybe like really famous people and they have really crazy schedules. Maybe they don't spend time as as much time with each other. Perhaps. And that was a good thing until now. <laughs> maybe, but I mean, some some seem to be doing okay. Like Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani are killing it. <laughs> like, oh, they are. Oh my uh, gosh. Who else? They're on cloud nine right now That's though crazy. because of that whole engagement. But yeah. I like the relationship. At first, I was yeah. like, "What?" And now, now I, I get it. I like it. Blake and uh, Gwen. <laughs> okay, before we go on, and you know, let's move on from this bad story. Uh, some positive news for Kelly Clarkson. NBC uh, just announced that they are renewing her television show, her daytime talk show. Woohoo! Two more season, two more years through 2023. So that's really good news. Yeah, that's awesome. I think she's gonna be the next Ellen. You think? Yeah, I think I think her show's gonna be the next big daytime. Like it was Oprah, and then Ellen, now Kelly. Mm. It's I think it's getting like it gets great ratings. I've watched it a couple times. It's it's nice, and uh, she, every every episode she covers a song, and it's gone viral many times. Oh. Um, there's some good news for Kelly, and she seems to enjoy it. She's very real. I think she, because like with I like Ellen, but she seems fake sometimes. Um, but Kelly like she's very real Uh, and I like the conversations she has in there so 
Good for her. Um, some other good news, I guess. Uh, Adele. So I was kind of hoping we would get something from Adele before 2020 was over. Yeah. Um, I think everyone was expecting it. Yeah. But then I kind of lost hope when she went on a Saturday Night Live and was like, I know all of you all think I'm here to promote my album, but psych. Yeah, she was like, it's not ready yet. <laughs> and you know what? Maybe she was planning on putting something out and then Taylor Swift was like, hold on, I have one more. And then she was like, I'll just wait. Oh, um, we'll, just, we'll just wait on that one. Yeah, so <laughs> there's a new report out that suggests that Adele is putting out new music very soon uh, because she's thinking of performing at the Grammys. Um, oh, wow. Which are at the end of the month in January. So my thing is, is she going to do a surprise album like Taylor has done, like Beyonce said the trend a few years ago? Uh, or is she maybe putting out a single before the new year? I think that could mm. happen. Or are we looking at like a January 1st? Oh. Possibilities. But I think... Like, better be soon. It has to be big. Better be soon. I, I can see like uh, January 1st, like Happy New Year. Here's my single. Yeah. Do you think she'll name it like her age again? I remember... So there was there's there is an interview where she was like I believe in trilogies and I've done three nineteen twenty one twenty five ah but I don't know like I feel like it would be cool wouldn't it be cool like her whole career I think her whole career she'll be like sixty two <laughs> <laughs> yeah and like seventy one <laughs> well it, it's kind of cool because it's like okay she was around this age during that time and this is yeah. how how she felt or whatever yeah. Um, who knows? We'll see, but it's coming soon. Hopefully sooner rather than later. Side note, I'm still waiting on that Rihanna album. I just have to say that too. I, I, that's happening. I've given up on Rihanna, honestly. <laughs> speaking, no. of, speaking of Rihanna, though, um, she... So, okay, with, her, with this new album that's been coming for, I don't know how many years, it's been five years almost. Um, <laughs> my thing is, like, are we hyping it too much to the point where, like, she'll put it out and everyone's like if it's not great you know what i mean oh it better be gold it better be platinum <laughs> I, I, like i trust her but i don't know i don't know i'm scared and she's over there doing selling clothes <laughs> hey um, <laughs> making she's dating asap rocky that's a new yes. thing that happened recently. yes so good for them she's living her life we yeah. she doesn't need to give us anything. <laughs> um, there was a tweet <laughs> where, you know, her song, Don't Stop the Music. Please uh -huh. don't stop the music, like her Please old song. Mm -hmm. And they're like, and she literally stopped the music. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, my gosh. Yep. Oh. She, did. she did do that. All right. Well, R9 needs to come out. Hopefully. Needs to come out. I'm sure it's, it's probably going to be 2021. So. Oh. Um, hopefully. Anyway, uh, I'm going to start titling Adele's A. So this one will be her fourth album. So mm -hmm. it'll be A4, just like Rihanna's R9. It'll be yeah. A4. Okay. A4. A4 is coming. Uh, yeah. And then what, there was another one that was trending, I don't know, like last week. Who was it? Because she, she also hasn't released music in a while. Can't remember, but mm -hmm. there was another one that was trending last week. Uh, Speaking of people that haven't put out music in a long time, or if they have, we don't know. Sean Kingston <laughs> has 
<laughs> was on the news today, and I, I was like, oh, Sean Kingston. He was charged with theft, and apparently this is not the first time. Apparently he has a lot of charges on that. Mm. And there's, it, They're not, like, actively pursuing this case, but, you know, he gets if he gets pulled over or something, he's going to jail. Um, so apparently he bought some jewelry and he has not paid for it. And again, like this happens too often with him. Um, oh boy. But then if you go on his Instagram, like he's showing off all these things he has. And like, it look, it kind of looks like, oh, they put this story out in the media about me getting charged. So I'm going to put this out for the world to see like my mansion. Oh, I hope it's not like, it's not fake. It's not fake news that he's promoting himself, you know. It's yeah. been a year since he's had music out, so I wonder if, like, he's not trying to do a little self-promoting and inciting this, you know. I hope not. I hope not either. I mean, it would be kind of weird, like a really, in, like, random move to mm-hmm. get some relevancy, I guess. But, I mean, he has a big house, apparently, and, like, some fancy <laughs> cars. So... But yeah, I don't know how he's making his money right now, but I guess, you know, 2020 has been good to him, so. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, speaking of the rest of 2020, uh, <laughs> Ariana Grande is releasing a documentary film on Netflix for her oh. Sweetener World Tour that happened last year. I'm really excited for it. Uh, I went to the show when it came to San Antonio last year. How did you like the show? When was, she came out here. It was really good. It's not like, I, I remember, oh, I mean, you went to go see Pink too. Mm-hmm. So I saw Pink like a month before. And then I went to go see Ariana. And, you know, she's not the greatest performer. Like, at times you could be, you could tell she was like, okay, this is my job, you know. Uh, <laughs> and then I have a theory that artists do like decide how much effort they're going to put into a show, depending on what city they're at. Mm-hmm. Maybe not all of them, but some of them. So and, what you're saying is she wasn't feeling San Antonio. Yeah, maybe she was just like, it's San Antonio, let's just get this done. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know. I've always wanted, like, that's like one of the things I would love to ask, like a really famous pop star. Like, like I was like, I love that aspect of music, like the touring and all that. Yeah. I've always wanted to know, like, what, what's like going through their mind? I said like, oh, I have to do, like, it's just like, it's my job. I'm going to go do a show, you know? Sometimes I feel like they're doing so many cities. They don't even know what city they're in. Sometimes they're like, where are we? Oh, hey, San Antonio. Like, they, you know, they, I just feel. Some people feel have, like they don't. have done that before. Like they've <laughs> like yelled out a different city and everyone's like, oh no. Uh... <laughs> uh, and I know a lot of artists actually have it on the floor. Like they, they put like a little sign on the floor that says San Antonio, uh, like March 25 or whatever. Yeah. And like wow. it tells them like all this stuff. But um, but yeah, she's putting out this documentary um, about that. I think it's cool. It's going to show some behind the scenes, most of the show. A nice little Christmas holiday present for her fans. Um, and I mean, yeah, the, the films are coming out. They're rolling out. Everyone- yeah, I wonder like if, because this year especially, I feel like I've seen more films from artists than ever. I mean, who who started it? Beyonce this year? I don't. Beyonce had that visual album. She had the visual album, on and Disney then Plus. Yes, and 
who else? Sean Mendez had had his thing. Huh? Sean Mendez put out two albums, two yes, uh, two documentaries. Two documentaries. I think Black um, Pink. Black Pink had theirs. Yes, it's just BTS had one. Yeah. It's all very. Um, I I don't know what what the strategy is or what the. Uh, but they, it seems like they're all doing it. And I, it, it could be attributed to people being home, people not being able to go to a concert because of COVID-19. So they're putting, putting it out on all of these um, streaming services. And of course, you know, they are getting, I'm assuming they're getting paid or they're getting money um, from Netflix and Hulu or whoever's hosting these things, Disney, um, and having that relationship with them and still being able to connect to their audiences but I mean, whoever's doing it, I'm loving it. It's not, it's definitely not a, I don't think it's a bad thing. Yeah. It's just so different to see um, compared to like years past. Like we don't, we didn't see that before. So I like it. I'm like, well, yeah, who's next? I, same thing with like the, the live stream concerts. Those yes. are, those are getting very popular. Like Dua Lipa had one last month. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kay- Kylie Minogue. Uh, Blackpink was going to have one next week, but it, it got delayed because of COVID. Um, so many artists are doing live streams. Uh, Louis Tomlinson from One Direction, mm-hmm. all kind of, like everyone's doing that. And those are legit like concerts, like just that you watch on your TV and you have to pay for. So it's kind of replacing the concert. I mean, it's not the same thing, obviously, no. but um, it's cheaper. And you know, I. I you know, I, I wasn't I wasn't too interested in that at first. I do like I do like watching like films on uh, concerts on TV and stuff, mm-hmm. but I wasn't too sure about like buying it and watching it live. Um, <laughs> but I, I did buy a ticket to the Dua Lipa one, which happened yeah. like right right at, was it on Black Friday? Yeah, and it was worth the whatever fifteen dollars that I paid. It was really good. Yeah, and I was like, well, maybe this could work in the meantime. Um, I'm I meant to ask you, can now can you continue to access it once you've purchased it or i think i could for a day ah and i think they were going to replay it soon i know kylie minogue did one for her album and she's doing she's replaying it on december 31st oh wow on new year's eve and oh justin bieber's doing one on new year's eve as well you can buy a ticket oh um so yeah live streams documentaries anything i mean they have to do something i guess right yeah you gotta make the money. I mean, I do. I wonder if the Beyonce one, because that was earlier in the year. I wonder if that happened after COVID or was that planned out? Probably before, right? I want to say it was planned out before COVID. I, I just don't see her saying, oh, well, I'm not going to be able to see my. F-. I'm pretty sure it was before COVID. I think, because um, yeah. I mean, that's not, it wasn't, it's, that was more of like a visual, like, putting the album out there visually like it wasn't like a concert or you know what i mean no no yeah no you're right you're, you're talking about like black is king yeah black like is how king. it was a like yeah i mean or like even the, the sean mendes one like it's all footage from last year i wonder if it like it was planned out to be a documentary beforehand but and isn't then, that odd that it would all just ha- it just all played perfectly to feel, yeah I don't know. I mean I think I think what maybe because the day like two days after he put out the documentary he was like oh and by the way the concert we talk about in the documentary here's the whole concert maybe the I don't think that was planned you know what I mean mm, yeah I don't know hmm. 
but there's i mean i'm all for it more content more stuff to watch so beyonce's visual album i guess came out like end of july beginning of august oh so maybe it was during covid maybe Mm -hmm. i don't know she works in mysterious ways just like taylor swift taylor and taylor and beyonce like are um, great at doing that at like the business yeah um i wish lady gaga would do the same but she's making cookies or whatever she's like <laughs> oreos oh gosh we'll, we'll get to her oh speaking of you know who has cookies out right now for christmas mariah carey and they look really what? good they look really, really? yeah i kind of want to is get it like them. a nabisco kind of cookie or is it just like no they're like they're like uh like right like there's different there's there's like different packages right Oh my gosh. And look, let me let me pull it up. I mean you guys can't see you're listening to us, but I'll describe it to for you. Go go Google it everyone. Google it. Yeah, and get, <laughs> not get, sponsored. I, I forgot about it. I wanna get some actually, just to try them out. Because oh she hmm. oh speaking of Mariah, I can bring this up. She had her Christmas special go on Apple TV Plus a couple oh. weeks ago. And she had that's uh she re recorded Oh Santa with Ariana and Jennifer Hudson. Oh. Uh, anyway, so she launched her Mariah Cookie collection. And let me see. Uh, they're available for the holidays with same day delivery, but it's only in like not every, in 30 major markets across the country. So I'm oh. like, I don't know if San Antonio goes in there. Uh, with more locations coming out in 2021. So Hmm. I wonder, but she has like, it's like regular, I can't see, just regular. Yeah. Oh. She has like chocolate chunk. uh, Triple chocolate chunk. (laughs) They have a Heath bar. Bar one. That that, that sounds pretty good. Lemon cooler. Yeah. Spiced oatmeal raisin. (laughs) Wow. But, and and I, then she has seasonal ones too. I'm trying to find the so the little package it comes in. It, it's really nice. It's like a nice little um, little box, I guess. And you can buy them like you can build your own box, or they are like flavored flavored boxes as well. Oh yeah. Oh, it's called the try them all box. Yeah, and then she has the the Mimi's mix box for Mariah. <laughs> So, hey, she's, she, she's also, so I think, I mean, ever since All I Want for Christmas became like the Christmas anthem, Mm -hmm. I expect her every Christmas, every year to like go all out every holiday season. Like she's going to come up with all kinds of things. And I thought this was a cool concept. So this is really cool. Yeah. I kind of want to try them. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll get them if I'm able to get them here. I'll get them. Pop Sugar put, Dear Santa, all I want for Christmas is a box of Mariah Carey's cookies. So every, I mean, everyone's going to, te- like, everyone's going to utilize this during Christmas time. Yeah. She's going to make a killing. And like, and like you said earlier in the, like, it's cool seeing how, like, every artist is, like, doing different things, you know? Mm-hmm. So good on Mariah. She is beating us. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it in. says it's arrived in Dallas and Las Vegas. I see. Oh. Hmm. I don't know about San Antonio. 
Yeah, just like Ariana when she came here and performed, she was like, I'm just San Antonio. It's it's just San Antonio. I'm just kidding. Aww. Who knows? Maybe she gives it her all every time. Um, anyway, moving on before speaking of diets. Oh my god. This is what we I one thing we need to get better at are segues. And like I'm always like kinda like mm. Mm. Lisso, we, we love Lisso. Yes. Uh, she faced some backlash, and this is not the first time. She faced some backlash because uh, she went on a detox diet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was 10 days, I think, all juice or something. Uh, and, you know, people were saying that this might trigger people with uh, eating disorders and all kinds of things. And I'm like, she can't catch a break. Like, leave, like let her be. Yeah. Let her do whatever she wants. Let her share whatever she wants. If she feels like she needed to do it, and she, or she want, I mean, if she wanted it, just to do it, like yeah, you know. She said that she just needed her body to have a reset, and I mean, I agree with that. You know, it's sometimes you have to essentially. I know some people used to say clean out their system. You know, you want to feel better. You know, and sometimes when you eat different things. Sometimes you become lethargic or you lag and sometimes you need that reset. So I I don't understand why people were giving her such a hard time. And to your point, people were giving her a hard time about the clothes she was wearing, about her, her body positivity. Now it's a detox that she did, you know, like they just need to leave the poor girl alone and let her do her thing and just be more positive toward her. I don't understand why, why they have to you know, get upset over her doing a juice cleanse. I mean, I wonder, it's like, not hurting anyone, so. Because, like, I know there was, last time that something similar happened, there was one of this, like, one of the famous, like, health fitness coaches, I don't remember who it was, uh, she was on some TV show, and she mentioned it, right? And I was like, well, I mean, if you, if you want to get your message across, which I, I'm all for, like, you know, being healthy is, a good thing right like mm-hmm. and obesity is not necessarily a good thing uh but why do they have to attach themselves to like lisso like someone like yeah. you know i don't know if it's for their relevancy or but why is, does it have to be an attack on lisso why not just say it on your own you know yeah that's true i think it's to get more it's i think it's to get more attention and notoriety i mean yeah it's unfortunate that she becomes a casualty but i mean but it, I, it happens i liked her message she was like i don't care it's my body you know like i'm doing what i feel like i need to do and yep she made a tiktok with like the results and she looks great she said she felt great so good for her and right before i got, went on the podcast uh, I, went, I was watching her Instagram stories and she's back in the studio. So, yes. Music. Her last album was amazing. Fire. It was really good. Yeah. So, we'll, hopefully, 2021, she comes back. And I loved watching her in concert. We went, remember? Yeah, that was, that was amazing. She's really good. <laughs> uh, so, hopefully, 2021. Because, uh, yeah, this, this year she was kind of quiet. She, she was. She was on social quiet, media yeah. a lot, but she didn't. Yeah put out music which at first I was like is it a mistake because you know like I would compare her I would compare her with Billy like well because they they became famous at the same time Billy Eilish Mm -hmm. and Billy just kept going kept going and this year she put out singles and she was all over the place but I don't know maybe was doing it 
better than Billy. Like she's thinking it through and she's like, hey, if I wait, maybe people will miss me a little bit and then I'll come back. Yeah. Well, I think, I think it helps for her being on social media as much as she is because she stays relevant. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at, I mean, even though it's a little bit of a negative story, it's still a header, right? Like she, yeah. she's still getting it. So she's still staying relevant in the public's eyes so that when she does come out with new music, it's going to be just as popular as if she had never left. So I think she's on the right track. And maybe this new album, especially when you, you know, you see her uh, promoting that she's back in the studio, like this, it's another teaser, right? Like this is, it's something that she's going to come out with and hopefully it's going to be really, really good. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. We're going to talk about cookies now. <laughs> Again. <laughs> So Lady Gaga, uh, and I, I did mention this at the last podcast, I believe, you know, when she's doing the campaign with Oreo, mm-hmm. which is great. I, and I love the packaging and like the cookies don't look very tasty. Like they don't look tasty. Like, I feel like they don't taste. <laughs> I think they're going to taste like a normal Oreo, but I don't like the colors. Like it reminds yeah. me of like, vomit. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I love the packaging and like, I think it's a cool campaign. Um, and so she's doing that and then today uh, her fans started to worry not worry but they were like oh no she's gonna put out a skincare line next yes because uh while promoting her makeup line um i forget the house left i think it's what it's called uh while promoting that she mentioned something about skincare and how she takes care of her skin using products exclusively made made by her exclusively for her and so fans were like oh this is where we're going right so which i mean it's i'm all for that do whatever you need to do it's very popular to do skincare right now and makeup and all that uh rihanna case in point right she's not worried Mm -hmm. about music um but lady gaga did release an album this year and her fans feel like she hasn't really put in the effort in promoting it as much as she's done in the past, maybe. Yeah. Um, she has that cosmetics line. It's what, um, house lab line, house, yeah. house lab, labs line, right. Or house have, I can't yeah. say it, <laughs> um, of cosmetics. So, um, maybe she, maybe it is something that she is going to expand on. Um, you know, she's, she'll definitely get it sold right like as a as she's so popular and you know people absolutely love the message that she conveys through her music and through her identity um why not support her in a in a skincare line so if she were to do something like that i think she would be very successful at it yeah i think she'll do fine um because she has done great with her makeup stuff Mm -hmm. But the music, like, all I want to see is, like, a video or something. <laughs> I know her tour, she was doing a tour over the summer, this past summer, and it got delayed to next summer. Uh, so maybe maybe she's waiting, and she's like, well, I'll reignite the Chromatica thing again right before the tour. Um, maybe that's why she's waiting. Uh, she did went on, She did share a story on Instagram with yes. or a post with the caption, to the lyrics to Sour Candy, the song she has with Blackpink. Uh, oh. So maybe, and fans started saying, oh, maybe this is 
you know, the video's coming or something. Um, mm -hmm. So who knows? Uh, we'll see. Or I was thinking maybe attach something to the Oreo. Yeah, so. I was just about to say, in the meantime, we'll just enjoy Chromatica Oreos, so. Chromatica <laughs> Oreos. <laughs> hey, they're, they're coming out on January 20th, which is the day Joe Biden becomes president of the United States. <laughs> That's so, their celebratory What a way uh, to start his administration. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, mm. But yeah, so hopefully Gaga gives us something soon. I'm, Did you I'm, hear that she's also encouraging fans to record musical oreograms for loved ones? Yeah, I saw that. And then if, <laughs> and then they're going to choose, like I guess, the best one or something. And yeah. they're going to like give them like a meet and greet or something. <laughs> I was like, should I? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, I just want, I just want to, I want, I want a music video, like uh, the Chromatic album, there's a song on there with Elton John called Sign From mm -hmm. Above. Mm -hmm. I love, and I was like, I really hope this is one of the singles and she makes, she does a video and she performs it. And all I've seen that's, I've, I've only seen that song on like a, um, the Valentino fragrance. The, yes. And I'm like, oh my God, what a waste. I know, <laughs> I know. I mean, but I get it. Maybe the, I, I think the Blackpink song might do better with the masses. With the, yeah. So, Gaga, Gaga ending the year and starting the year with Oreo cookies. I thought I'd never <laughs> see that, but. Uh, and, oh, one more thing before we wrap this up. Uh, tomorrow, or tonight, this is coming out on Saturday, I forget. Tonight uh, is the very last SNL of the year. And I'm super excited because the guest host is Kristen Wiig, and the mm. musical guest is Dua Lipa. So it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be the Christmas themed show. So we will. We'll, I'm actually gonna try to remember to talk about it on our next episode next year. Because okay. uh, I'm sure it'll be it'll be fun. Um, and uh, and we can all, we're gonna we can also talk about. Um, all the performances that are happening on New Year's Eve. Uh, I know JLo's performing, Jennifer Lopez is performing at the Times Square, or I don't know if they're doing the whole thing, but the usual Times Square mm -hmm. event and um, Dua Lipa is doing something on New Year's Eve. So we'll get to that. Uh, and that's it. Uh, last episode of 2020. Christmas is coming up next week. Uh, yeah. Do you celebrate Christmas? I do. I do. I, it's, it's, a it's a very special time of year. I'm, I mean, it's, it's special for, for anyone who celebrates Christmas, you know, you're with your loved ones, your family. Um, and you know, music plays a big part of, um, yeah. of the Christmas cheer and the Christmas holidays. So, um, I'm looking forward to it very much, how, very much. How, how early do you, like, when did you start playing Christmas music? So, okay, so in my house, I was really bad this year. I did not put up my tree until, um, probably until, you know, the beginning of December. So, but typically the tree usually goes up after Thanksgiving um, and music uh, starts playing during that time too. So um, now we've been listening to, to music. We have like a ton of CDs um, of Christmas songs, tapes, like, albums. What are all those? <laughs> Just kidding. I know, like, what is that? Um, like oh my gosh. I, love, I have so many CDs. I, love, I like them. I like CDs. So for, for those of you guys who don't know me, I have 
hundreds upon hundreds of albums. Um, so I have a lot of Christmas albums. I have um, some old tapes. I have Motown Christmas. Uh, so we listen to everything from um, things from, you know, back in the 50s, 60s to um, current. So I, I mean, I love Sinatra during Christmas. I love Nat King Cole during Christmas. And then, you know, I love, I love all of the Christmas, you know, new, well, not newbies, but um, the newer, you know, Harry Connick Jr., uh, Michael Buble. I Michael love listening Buble. to them during Christmas. Uh, they're like my absolute favorite. I could put them on repeat in my house 24-7. Uh, so um, I really enjoy, really enjoy listening to them for Christmas. Kelly Clarkson has some really great albums too. So, I mean, I just, I love it. <laughs> yeah. And, and this year, there, there was a lot of Christmas albums that came out this year too that are mm -hmm. pretty good. Um, so speaking of Christmas songs, I was thinking maybe we could share our favorite Christmas songs for the people, the people listening, maybe they can add them to their playlists. Okay. Uh, okay. I was going to go with like classics, but then I was like, I'm going to try to like tie it to like the newer artists too. So, mm -hmm. um, you want to go first or do you want Yeah. Um, so I, I have probably two older artists. Um, I'll, I'll say songs first because so the first, okay. So my first, song uh how do i say this okay I'll, I'll actually go reverse so number three on my list would probably be my grown-up christmas list um by kelly clarkson i love her version of that song if you've not heard it go listen to it um i have one that peter that likes as well it's called the christmas song by nat king cole um that is just such it's it's Yes, it's a classic. It brings you right to Christmas. I love that song. Um, my number one song, though, that just makes me like in the the best Christmas mood is the Christmas Waltz. Um, it was originally sung by Frank Sinatra. The Carpenters redid it. It came out in um, in 1954. So it's a really old song. Um, so if you've never heard it, go listen to it. It's my favorite song. Um, the Christmas Waltz. I, I love it. I think those are my three. <laughs> I want to say uh, Harry Connick Jr. did it as well, like a newer oh, version, I think. Yes, uh, yes, he did. I, I mean, like I said, I love, I love him too. So I've heard it before. I just, yeah, uh, I just love Christmas. I love I mean, Christmas music. <laughs> me too. I mean, I'll, I feel like every Christmas song has been <laughs> recreated and whatever. Oh, yeah. Except I wonder if anyone has re recorded Mariah Carey's. All I want for Christmas. All I want for, oof. I think, I it's, think gonna, it's gonna get to that point, right? It will. I think it's just that she's still relevant. <laughs> yeah. So um, I don't think people, and she probably didn't want to, she doesn't want to give up rights to, for someone else to sing it. So well, I, I doubt mean, it. I'm sure she's cashing in those checks and could drink yes, right now, so. For sure. So we probably won't hear someone for Another, a few years. <laughs> I mean, that song is very, it's a good song. Yeah. So what about uh, yours? Mine. Okay. So now I, I don't know why I thought I had three, but I actually have four. Is that fair? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay. If I go, my third place would be, I don't know if I want to put that one first. Okay. My, I think my third place is where I have a tie. Mm -hmm. uh, and it would be Kelly Clarkson, Underneath the Tree, which is from mm -hmm. like, it, it's a newer song. It's from like 2012. It's an original Christmas song. 
and it's kind of a beat. It's really good. And she covered mm-hmm. it on her show like a couple of weeks ago, I think. Um, it wasn't a cover. She sings it. She sings uh, it. <laughs> and it's tied. This is really random. I think, I, I wonder if it's an original song. It might be an original song mm-hmm. with Mary J. Blige. She has a song called This Christmas that I love. Like, I love that song. It is very upbeat as well. Um, so that's my third place, kind you of. You just reminded me of the song. You know <laughs> of the song I mean? that I like too, but yeah, don't go ahead. <laughs> and then my second place, so, and this is a classic, but the version I like is also by a newer, like not newer, but by Mariah Carey. And mm-hmm. it's uh, Oh Holy Night. I love that song. I think it's a great Christmas song. Oh, yeah. And my first place is like you had Nat King Cole's um, The Christmas Song. I like Nat King Cole's version, obviously, but I also like Celine Dion's version. Uh, oh, yeah. So those are my, I think those are my three. I mean, I, I really love all Christmas songs, but those are my top three and a half songs. So. Okay, I'm going to add my fourth in too. Okay. You said This Christmas. I remember Christmas. Chris Brown, This Christmas. Oh, I forgot about that one. There's so many. And I think this year, Carrie Underwood put out a a Christmas album. It's really good. It's more like a little more religious. Like it has (laughs) some songs that don't, you know, but it's really good. Um, And there's some other ones that came out. I can't remember what other ones, but yeah, that's that's what I'm going to be listening to. Unless Adele comes out with something and... And then all the other... Then <laughs> we're going to put Christmas away and listen to Adele for the remainder of the year. Oh my God. No, no can you imagine? Oh. I, don't, I don't think she'll do that to us. Because what if she puts out like a really sad song on December 31st? No. Oh my gosh. Uh. You know what? I bet you she comes out... Well, I might... I don't know if I'm going to call it, but I wonder if she'll come out with a single for New Year's. I, yeah, like... Maybe because she wouldn't do it for Christmas. She wouldn't steal. No, like that. no. But I could see it definitely coming. Something coming out for New Year's. Hopefully, I think that would be a good, a good way to start the year. So. Mm-hmm. A four, come on. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. Um, that's it. Uh, we so thanks thanks to everyone who's been listening all year, uh, and we've we've been trying to put them out more often and hopefully this mm-hmm. continues we're gonna take a little break for a couple of weeks but then we'll be back and um be safe the vaccine is coming we're all we're getting through this oh yeah i heard that they just approved i think moderna's vaccine yeah so now so, they're out. yeah so hopefully hopefully this time next year everything's a little more normal right yeah and hopefully eventually next year we can get together and do this in person it might be a little (laughs) easier um and yeah if you guys are listening have a good christmas or if you celebrate other holidays happy holidays be safe happy new year and we'll see you guys in 2021 yep all right bye guys bye